وَأَقُولُوا فِي الْقُرْآنِ مَا جَاءَتْ بِهِ آيَاتُهُ فَهُوَ الْكَرِيمُ الْمُنْزَالُ وَأَقُولُوا قَالَ اللَّهُ جَلَّ جَلَالُهُ وَالْمُصْطَفَى الْهَادِي وَلَا أَتَأَوَّلُ الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجبيل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد إن شاء الله تعالى today we're going to take the biography and the life of سعد بن أبي وقاص ابن أهيب بن عبد مناف بن زهرة بن كلاب بن مرة بن كعب بن لؤي الأمير أبو الإسحاق القرشي الزهري المكي رضي الله تعالى عنه That's his name. His name is Sa'ad. And the name of his father is Malik. Also known as Abil Waqas. Ibn Abdi Manaf. Ibn Zuhrat ibn Kilab ibn Murrat ibn Ka'ab ibn Lu'ay. He was an Amir. Which we'll speak about later inshallah ta'ala. His kunya is Abu Ishaq. He's a Qurashi man. He's a Qurashi man. He is from one of the terms that were promised Jannah. And it was, he is Ahadu Sabiqeen Al Awalina, the early people who entered Islam. And he participated, uh, Shahida Badran, he participated in the Battle of Badr. Wal Hudaybiyah, he participated in Hudaybiyah. And he also was Ahadu Sittati Ahli Ashura. He was one of the six that Umar anhu used to consult in the matters of the Muslims, okay? His mother, her name is Hamnatu bintu Sufyan ibn Umayyat ibn Abdi Shams ibn Abdi Manaf. That's her name. Hamnatu bintu Sufyan ibn Umayyat ibn Abdi Shams ibn Abdi Manaf. And him, Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas, is a Zuhri. As I mentioned to you, he is Zuhri. And Zuhriya are the tribe of the Prophet Sallallahu mother. And later we're going to touch on that inshallah ta'ala. Ibn Manda, he says, Aslama Sa'adun wa huwa ibn sab'a'ashara sana. He said he embraced Islam, Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas, when he was only ibn sab'a'ashara sana. He was 17 years of age. And he passed away, Tufiya bil aqiqi, في قصره على سبعة على سبعة أميال من المدينة وحمل إليها سنة خمس وخمسين. He passed away in عقيق in his palace and this is على سبعة أميال من المدينة seven miles from مدينة and he was taken there when the year was سنة خمس وخمسين when it was fifty five هجرية. سعيد بن المسيب he said سمعت آيهاد سعدا يقول آيهاد سعد سي ما أسلم أحد في اليوم الذي أسلمت فيه No one embraced Islam the day which I embraced Islam ولقد مكثت سبع ليال I remained seven days وإني لثلث الإسلام I was one third of Islam I was what? I was one third of Islam حافظ محجر he says in كتاب فتح الباري He says that Sa'ad's statement by saying that I was the only one who was a Muslim that day 
It's based on his observation, what he saw. Uh, so why hasn't he seen anyone else before him? Ibn Hajar, and he says, وَالسَّبَبُ فِيهِ أَنَّ مَنْ كَانَ أَسْلَمَ فِي ابْتِدَاءِ الْأَمْرِ كَانَ يُخْفِي إِسْلَامَهُ Because the early stages, if someone embraced Islam, they would hide their Islam. No one was coming out and saying their Islam. Everyone was hiding it. So that's why Sa'ad ibn Abu Qas didn't see anyone that came before him in, into Islam. So that's why he's saying, when I took Islam, there was no one before me. I mean, I'm, I'm, there, there wasn't anyone. Which is true, because he wouldn't see anyone else. Everyone was coming into Islam and they were hiding their Islam. Uh, they were not saying it out in the open. And that's the first early stage of the da'wah of the Prophet Sallallahu The da'wah was private and it was hidden. Sa'd ibn Malik, uh, he said, ما جمع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أبويه لأحد قبلي ولقد رأيته يقول لي يا سعد ارمي في ذاك أبي وأمي سعد بن مالك is his name because his father أبي وأبي وقاص سعد بن أبي وقاص أبي وقاص he's that's his كنيا his his actual name is Malik that's why he's called سعد بن مالك ابن أهيب that's why his name is سعد بن مالك ابن أهيب ابن عبد مناف so Abi Waqas, his kunya is Malik. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas one day, he said, Irmi. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to him, shoot your arrow. Fidaka Abi wa Ummi, I free my mother and father for you. It's a very powerful statement from the Prophet Also Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas, he said about himself, I was the first Muslim to shoot his arrow at the non-Muslims. Bukhari Muslim both narrated this. He said, I was one of seven who was with the Prophet and we had no food to eat. The only thing we could eat was leaves of trees. That's what we could eat. So we had. Al-Qasim ibn Abdul Rahman, he said, The first person to shoot an arrow in the cause of Allah is Sa'dun. Sa'd. And he is from the, the maternal uncles of the Prophet Sa'ad radiallahu ta'ala anhu He said Anna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Jama'a lahu abawayhi Faqala kana minal mushrikina From amongst the Muslim uh, From the mushriks, the pagans There was a man Qad ahraqa al-muslimina Kana rajulun minal mushrikina Qad ahraqa al-muslimina There was a, 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 a pagan A disbeliever Who had burned the Muslims He actually burned them like He took a fire and he burned them some scholars they said it means that he killed a lot of Muslims. فقال رسول الله the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said سعد النبي وقاص إرمي في ذاك أبي وأمي the Prophet said to him shoot your arrow at him and سعد النبي وقاص was known for for his accuracy in his يعني he his arrow he knew he was very mashallah he knew how to shoot so the Prophet said to him إرمي throw it في ذاك أبي وأمي سعد النبي وقاص he said فنزعت بسهم ليس فيه نصل I threw my arrow Okay, 
the word, the, the arrow at the ending, there is a nasr. The nasr is actually what gives the arrow yani, the ability to not go all over the place. It gives it accuracy to shoot. And Sa'ad al was, was an expert at this. He didn't need to check and see. He knew it from the th throwing of it quickly. He said, I threw my arrow. فَأَصَبْتُ I got جَبْهَتَهُ His forehead. Hit his forehead with the arrow. فَوَقَعَ When he hit his forehead, وَانْكَشَفَتْ عَوْرَتُهُ And this man's aura, private part, showed. He fell on the ground and his aura showed. فَضَحِكَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ So the Prophet laughed at him. عَلَيْهِ الصَّاتُ وَسَلَامُ حَتَّى بَدَتْ نَوَاجِدُهُ The Prophet laughed at him until his molar teeth could be seen. Yeah, that was a rare situation where the Prophet would laugh like that. This was a man who hurt the Muslims, who killed and murdered and massacred many Muslims. And now to see his demise, okay, was a sign of joy for the Muslims. It's a sign of joy. And after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it was on the hand of Sa'ad ibn Waqas. Sa'id ibn al-Musayyibi, he said, كَانَ سَعْدٌ جَيِّدَ الرَّمْلِ جَيِّدَ الرَّمْيِ, sorry. Sa'id ibn Musayyibin, he said, كَانَ سَعْدٌ جَيِّدَ الرَّمْيِ He said, Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas was very good when it came to يعني, shooting arrows. He was good. Okay? And that's why the Prophet requested him, alayhi salatu wasalam, to shoot. وَلِذَلِكَ Muhammad ibn Shihab al-Zuhri, he said, قَالَ بَعَثَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَمَ سَرِيَّةً فِيهَا سَعَدْ مَا بِوَقَاسِ The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he sent a delegation, okay, or he sent a soul armor, army, army, إِنَّا وَسَعَدْ مَا بِوَقَاسِ إِلَى جَانِبٍ مِنَ الْحِجَازِ Okay, it was called رَابِغْ This little delegation was called رَابِغْ وَهُوَ مِنْ جَانِبِ الْجُحْفَةِينَ فَانْكَفَأَ الْمُشْرِكُونَ عَلَى الْمُسْلِمِينَ فَحَمَاهُمْ The non-Muslims, they, 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 that day they attacked the Muslims and it was, a, it was a very deep, it was a very strong battle that took place between the Muslims and the non-Muslims. And Allah saved the people that day, the Muslims. That day, Allah saved them on the hand of Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas. And how? His arrows. And this, by the way, was That was the first fight that took place between the Muslims and the non-Muslims. وَلِذَلِكَ سَعَدْ بِنْ أَبِي وَقَاسٍ He said in a line of poetry, he said, Ala hal ata rasulallahi anni hamaytu sahabati bisuduri nabli fama ya'tadu ramin fi aduwin bisahmin ya rasulallahi qabli. And he, he saved and he protected that day his companions, his friends who he was with. And as he said, fama ya'tadu ramin fi aduwin bisahmin ya rasulallahi qabli. That was the first. First person who had actually يعني, threw an arrow at the non-Muslims and fought with them. And Imam al-Bukhari narrated from Sa'id ibn, ibn Abi al-Musayyib ibn al that he said, I heard Sa'ad saying, نَثَلَ لِي رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ سَلَمِ كِنَانَتَهُ يَوْمَ أُحُدٍ وَقَالَ أَرْمِي فِي ذَاكَ بِأَبِي وَأُمِّي Prophet that day, he gave to Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas his own arrows, sallallahu alayhi this was the day of Uhud. And the Prophet said, throw it, use it, utilize it. Fidaka bi abi wa ummi. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she mentioned, she said, قالت, أريقى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ذات ليلتين. فقال, he said, ليت رجلا صالحا من أصحابي يحرسني الليلة. Aisha, she said, the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم one day, um, a, a certain night, the Prophet ﷺ, he said, uh, والسلام, I wish there was a righteous man. 
min ashabi from amongst my companions yahrusuni al-layla who can who can safeguard me that day today okay qalat she said aisha radiyallahu anha as soon as the prophet said that she said fasami'na sawt fasami'na we heard sawt as-silah we heard the sound of weapons faqala rasulullah the prophet he said man hadha who is this qala sa'd ibn abi waqas he said i'm sa'd ibn waqas ana ya rasulullah it's me jitu ahrusuka i came to safeguard you fanama rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam the prophet went to sleep hatta sami'tu ghatitahu aisha said that the prophet went to sleep until i can hear the prophet snoring and he was relaxed he slept a good sleep by the way this was before the ayah came down ya ayyuhar rasul ballig ma unzila ilayka min rabbik wa in lam taf'al fama ballaghta risalatahu wallahu ya'simuka min an-nas when the ayah came down the prophet sallallahu he never had a bawab he had nobody who had to safeguard him or security guard he didn't need yani a bodyguard he didn't need any of that sallallahu alayhi the prophet was told and informed in the ayah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will, will protect him all that he needs to do sallallahu alayhi wasallam is to convey the message of al-islam and Allah is going to protect him from the people Amr ibn Sa'd he mentions he says anna abahu Sa'd ibn Abi Waqas kana fi ghanam lahu Sa'd ibn Abi Waqas he had a herd of sheep that he was in the middle of yani he just became a sahibu uh, ghanam Sa'd ibn Abi Waqas just became a sahibu ghanam he got busy and preoccupied he became a shepherd was in the midst of his uh, his sheep and goats and camels and that's what he busied himself with فجاءه منه عمر his son عمر came to him فلما راه سعد when he saw his son عمر he said اعوذ بالله من شر هذا الراكب i seek refuge in allah from the evil of this rider that's going to come to me فلما انتهى اليه when عمر came to his father سعد بن وقاص he said to him يا ابتي my father ارضيت ان تكون اعرابيا في غنمك والناس يتنازعون في الملك بالمدينة. he said my father, are you really pleased with being a Bedouin, a shepherd in the midst of goats and sheep? and in Medina the people are disputing and discussing who should be in power. are you going to really choose this lifestyle that you have right now over what you could possibly get? فضرب صدر عمر. he hit the chest of his son عمر سعد بن وقاص and he said to him اسكت silence فإني سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول أي هذا الرفيسي إن الله يحب الله loves العبد التقي الغني الخفي الله loves the slave who is pious الله loves the slave that is rich الله loves the slave that is hidden سعد بن بقاس loved to be private and hidden from the people he loved to be pious and he loved to have the best form of richness which is the richness of the heart to have contentment Richness isn't brothers and sisters necessarily having a lot of wealth. It is that Allah Taala praises in your heart contentment. At-tuma'nina wal-waqar wa-sakina. So he said to his son, Uskut, fa'inni sami'tu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqulu, I heard the Prophet say, inna Allah azza wa jalla yuhibbu al-abd al-taqiyya al-ghaniyya al-khafi. Allah loves that slave. ولذلك, al-imam al-dhahabiyu insayla ala minu balahi mentioned, he says, اعتزل سعد الفتنة سعد stayed away from the fitna فلا حضر الجمل he did not participate in the معركة الجمل ولا 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 سفين and he didn't participate in the battle of سفين ولا التحكيم and he didn't even participate in the issue of قضية التحكيم that took place between معاوية 
بن ابي سفيان العلي بن ابي طالب ولا معركه الجمل ولا معركه صفين هي didn't participate participate وكان اهلا ذهبي سيد وكان ولقد كان اهلا للامامه سعد بن قاس والله ديزرف تو بي ا ليدر كبير الشان رضي الله تعالى عنه يا فيري بيج بليس وود هي دو اعتزل سعد للفتنه سعد stayed away from the fitnah it's an honorable thing brothers and sisters to withhold and refrain from يعني فتن trials and tribulations رياح بن الحارث he mentions ان المغيره كان في المسجد مغيره was in the masjid one day يعني in kufa وعند اهل الكوفه and the people of kufa that day يعني معاويه had already taken over now and علي بن ابي طالب died رضي الله تعالى and when علي بن ابي طالب علي بن ابي طالب died in kufa this movement started where people would speak bad about علي بن ابي طالب So the people, يعني مغيرة was the was the governor of of يعني the people of Kufa, and so he was at the masjid, يعني giving a sermon. وعنده أهل الكوفة and the people of Kufa were around him. فجاء رجل من أهل الكوفة, a man from the people of Kufa came, فاستقبل المغيرة. He faced مغيرة, فسب وسب. He insulted and he insulted. So Saad ibn Zayd and he said, من يسب هذا يا مغيرة مغيرة? Who is this man insulting or مغيرة? He said, يسب علي بن أبي طالب. This person is insulting علي علي بن أبي طالب. فقال he then said, تسمع أصحاب رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم. سعد بن زيد is saying, مغيرة, are you listening? And are you hearing people insult the companions of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم? يسبون عندك ولا ولا تنكر الصحابة رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يسبون the Sahabas of the Prophet are being insulted عندك in your presence. ولا تنكر أن يرقل reject such action فأنا أشهد على رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم بما سمعت أدناي I bear witness that I heard this from the Prophet عليه الصلاة والسلام my two ears heard this ووعاه قلبي my heart has memorized this from the Prophet عليه الصلاة والسلام فإني لم أكن I am not a person to أروي عنه كذبا I'm not one to lie about the Prophet عليه الصلاة والسلام and attribute to him that which he didn't say I heard him say أبو بكر في الجنة أبو بكر في الجنة أبو بكر في الجنة وعمر في الجنة عمر في الجنة وعلي في الجنة وعثمان في الجنة وطلحة في الجنة والزبير في الجنة وعبد الرحمن في الجنة وسعد بن مالك في الجنة All of those nines are in Jannah وتاسع المؤمنين في الجنة ولو شئت أن أسميه لسميته And if you want me to mention the last and final person I can tell you I can tell you. What he has mentioned here is Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, and Ali, which is the Khulafa al-Rashidun. He mentioned them. And he also mentioned Talha, and Az-Zubair, and Abd rahman and Sa'd ibn Malik. Abu Ubaidah Amr al-Jarrahi never mentioned it. So he's only got nine here. But we've already taken that Abu Ubaid was also in those, in those ten. But he said, I can tell you the ninth person. So he mentions nine for them here. He mentioned eight here, and the ninth one is going to mention. So there's a, there's a tenth one missing, which is Abu Ubaid, Abu Ubaidah. So he said, if you want, وَتَسْعُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ فِي الْجَنَّةِ And the ninth person is in Jannah. وَلَوْ شِئْتُ أَنْ أُسَمِّهِ لَسَمِّيْتُ If you want me to tell you the ninth person, I can tell you guys. فَضَجَّ أَهْلُ الْمَسْجِدِ يُنَاشِدُونَهُ The people of the masjid started to say, for the sake of Allah, tell us who this ninth person is. Min tasi'i ya sahiba Rasulillah. Tell us who the ninth person is, O oh, the Messenger 
or the companion of the Prophet Qala he then said to them, Nashatumuni billahi. You guys have asked me on the name of Allah and you guys have challenged me and said to me, by the name of Allah, tell us. Wallahu azimun and Allah is someone great. When you guys ask me on Allah's name, Allah's name is great. Ana huwa, I am the ninth person. Wallahi la mashhadun shahidahu rajulun ma'a rasulillahi. The ninth person is me, we know that. Which is true, he was a ninth. We're going to take him after now. Inshallah ta'ala, he's going to be the ninth and final one, that we, the tenth and the final one we're going to be taking, inshallah ta'ala, after Sa'ad Nabi Waqas. And look what he said after that. He said, وَوَاللَّهِ لَمَشْهَدٌ شَهِدَهُ رَجُلٌ مَعَ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ وَاللَّهِ An event, a person participated with the Prophet in that event. أَفْضَلُ It is more virtual, more virtuous than what? مِنْ عَمَلِ أَحَدِكُمْ Than the action of any one of you. وَلَوْ عُمِّرَ مَا عُمِّرَ نُوحِ Even if the life of Nuh was given to you. You lived for thousands of years. One time a person saw and did something with the Prophet is better than anything that you guys can possibly be given. Any lifespan that you can be given. Abu Dawood and Nasa'i and Ibn Majah narrated this. So... The reason I mention this is because it mentions in this hadith that Sa'ad Nabi Waqas is from the term from his Jannah. That's why I mentioned it. Also, Sa'ad ibn Zaydin, he mentions أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال عشرة في الجنة In another narration, Sa'ad ibn Zaydin actually didn't just mention nine, he actually mentioned ten. And in there he mentioned Aba Ubaidah in another narration. Abi Ishaq, he said, Ashaddu sahabati arba'atun. The strongest and the severest of the companions were four. Umaru, Wa'aliyun, Wa'zubayr, Wa'sa'ad. Yani Sa'ad ibn Al-Waqas. It was narrated from Sa'ad radiallahu anhu, he said, وَلَا تَطْرُدِ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ رَبَّهُمْ When Allah told the Prophet, do not throw, do not push away those who believe in their Lord. The ones who call unto Allah, don't push them away, Muhammad. Sa'ad ibn Al-Waqas, he said, نزلت في ستة it came down on six people أنا وابن مسعود منهم and me and Abdullah ibn Mas'ud were from the six أبي عثمان he mentions أن سعد قال سعد also said نزلت هذه الآية فيها a verse came down regarding me which is قوله تعالى the statement of Allah وَإِنْ جَاهَدَكَ لِتُشْرِكَ بِمَا لَيْسَ لَكَ بِهِ عِلْمٌ فَلَا تُطِعْهُمَا إِلَيَّ مَرْجِعُكُمْ فَأُنَبِّئُكُمْ بِمَا كُنْتُمْ تَعْمَلُونَ That verse he said it came down on me. He said كنت بَرًّا بِأُمِّي I was very obedient to my mother. فَلَمَّا أَسْلَمْتُ وَنَا إِبْرَيْسْتْ إِسْلَامٍ قالت she said to me يا سعد أو سعد ما هذا الدين الذي قد أحدثت what is this new religion that you've come with what is this new thing that you've brought to the table he said she said to him لا تدعن دينك هذا you're going to leave this religion you will leave this religion أو لا لا أكل ولا أشرب حتى أموت فتعير بي or else I won't eat I won't drink until I die and then the people are going to shame you because of what you did to your mother. For Yuqalu, the people will say to you, Ya qatilu ummihi, the killer who killed his mother. Yani she was 
manipulating Sa'ad Nabi Waqas into leaving Islam and embracing what? Kufr. And he taken on Kufr, going back to Kufr. And he was a very obedient child to his son. So she knew that was the, that was a, the thing that she can use against him. And this is something you have to understand that the obedience of the parent when you embrace Islam is not unrestricted. The obedience of the parents is not unrestricted. It's restricted only to when they tell you something that is not in opposition to Allah and His Messenger. If your parent instructs you, brothers and sisters, to do something that is in opposition to the Quran and the Sunnah, you don't obey them with respect for them, but you don't obey them in that matter. So she tried to yani, manipulate Sa'ad Nabi Waqas. That was her aim, that was an objective. So she wanted to yani, make him feel bad. So she said to him, You're going to leave this religion. Or, or I won't eat or drink, and I will then die, and then you're going to be shamed because of me. For you, the people will say to you, Ya Qatilu Ummihi, the killer who killed his mother, I then said, He said to her, Don't do this. Ya Ummah, my mother, don't do this. I'm not going to leave my religion for anything. If this was what you're trying to attain, just remember my mother, I'm not going to leave my religion. She stayed for a day and she stayed for a night. She never ate nor she drank. His mother. And she then became, because of not being able to eat, because of her not eating or drinking, she became very fatigued. So then she said to her son, Yani. So now she saw that her son wasn't waving and he was not going to leave his religion for nothing. When he saw his mother, how tired she is and how fatigued she is and how hungry she is and how weak she is, he said to her, My mother, Ta'alamina wallahi, you know. If you had a, a hundred nafs in you, فخرجت نفسا نفسا and then one was leaving and then another one was leaving and then another one was leaving. ما تركت ديني I will never leave my religion. إن شئت فكلي if you want my mother you can eat. أو لا تأكلي or if you want don't eat. I'm not going to leave this religion. فلما رأت ذلك when she saw that her son is stubborn and strong رضي الله تعالى عنه and that's how everybody should be. When she saw that he was strong and tough on his religion, then she said, What? When she saw that he's not going to wait, what did she do? She went back to eating. But what was needed from Sa'ad Nabi Waqas was to be strong and firm on it. Jabir said, said, Jabir said, We were with the Prophet. And Sa'ad Nabi Waqas came. فقال رسول الله يعني came walking and the Prophet said to the companions هذا خالي فليورني مرؤ خاله the Prophet said that's my uncle my maternal uncle every one of you guys show me who your maternal uncles are يعني I have the best maternal uncle that's what he was saying صلى الله عليه وسلم how is that the case because the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم's mother was what Zuhriya right she was from the people of يعني she tribe she was a Zuhriya his mother 
because her name is Amina binti Wahab ibn Abdi Manaf, right? And she's the what? Ibn to Ammi Abi Waqas. She's the cousin of who? Abi Waqas. Yani Malik, Sa'ad's father. Okay. Sa'ad, he mentioned about himself. He said, Ishtakaytu, I complained in Mecca. Okay. Uh, the Prophet ﷺ entered onto Sa'ad because he had an illness and this was when he was in Mecca. And the Prophet ﷺ, what did he do? The Prophet ﷺ, he wiped my face. He wiped my chest and my stomach. He then said to me, Allahum mashfi Sa'adan. Oh Allah, cure Sa'ad. فَمَا زِلْتُ يُخَيَّلُ إِلَيَّ أني لم أجد برد يديه صلى الله عليه وسلم على كبدي حتى الساعة أخرجه البخاري. The Prophet took his hand, he wiped on the face and the chest and the stomach of سعد النبي وقاص and the Prophet said اللهم اشفي سعدا أو الله كيو سعد فما زلت يخيل إلي أني أجد برد أني أجد برد يديه I could find the coldness of the Prophet's hand على كبدي on my on my, يعني, كبد, my kidney, my, my liver. حتى الساعة until this day today. Qaysin, he said, he said, أخبرني سعد, سعد told me, أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال that the Prophet said, اللهم استجب لسعد إذا دعك. The Prophet made, for, made dua for Sa'ad Nabi Waqas. He said, oh Allah, if Sa'ad Nabi Waqas asks you for something, oh Allah, give it to him. Allahumma istajib li Sa'adin idha di'ak. When Sa'ad, oh Allah, when Sa'ad begs you and supplicates and invokes you, oh Allah, accept his dua. And Imam Tirmidhi narrated this and Ibn Asakir mentions it in his tariqh al-Dimashqa. And this is the wording of Ibn Asakir in Kitab al-Dimashq. Okay? The 20th volume, page 338. Sa'ad, because of that, he became and he was known to be mustajab al-Da'wah. He's a person whose dua was accepted. There's a story to prove the case. Jabir ibn Musamura, he mentions, he said, Shaka ahlul kufati Sa'adan. The people of Kufa complained about Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas as their governor to Umar ibn al-Khattab. Faqalu, they said to him, Inna la yuhsinu an yusalli. This man can't even pray properly. Allahu Akbar. A man who's been promised Jannah alive, they're critiquing and insulting him. This is something your brothers and sisters should embrace. I embrace it. Accept it that once you embark on a path you, that you're trying to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that you're trying to attain a place in Jannah, you're going to definitely be shamed and you're going to be critiqued for things that are false, baseless. You have to be ready to accept that. Don't take things personal. Accept what comes from the people and the criticism that they throw at you. That's a yani norms. People will say bad things about you. They will critique you. They will insult you. And it's those same people that will come to you years later and say to you, forgive me. I said such and such thing about you. I've, I've accused you of such and such thing. A man who's been promised Jannah alive, who knows he's going to enter Jannah, they're accusing him of being ignorant and incompetent in the greatest thing in Islam after the shahadatain, after saying Ashadu la ilaha wa ashadu Muhammad Rasulullah, the greatest thing is the salah. They're saying, Inna la yuhsinu an yusalli. He can't even pray properly. He's their leader. 
They're insulting him. فَقَالَ سَعَدٌ سَعَدٍ He said, أَمَّا أَنَا أَسْفَ مِي فَإِنِّي كُنْتُ أُصَلِّي Of course I prayed. But I prayed them and I led them the salah. أُصَلِّي بِهِمْ صَلَاةَ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَمَ I led them the prayer of the Prophet. صَلَاةَيْ الْعَشِيِّ لَا أَخْرِمُ مِنْهَا أَرْكُدُ فِي الْأَوَّلَيْنِ وَأَحْذِفُ فِي الْآخَرَيْنِ I led them the salah of the Prophet. The first rak'ah or the first two rak'ahs, what do I do? I lengthen it. The last two nights, shorten it. I make sure every single thing is done according to the way the Prophet did it, Yani what I was leading them was the salah of the Prophet, which they're not acquainted with. They don't know it. And as the scholars mentioned, When someone is ignorant about something, he shows animosity and hate to that thing and the people who possess it or the people who come with it. So it's not a shock that sometimes people will hate you because of something that they're not acquainted to. They don't know it. They are ignorant about it and ignorance is the greatest illness. They're going to hate you and they're going to hate what you possess because of that which they are ignorant of it. So Umar when he told them, so when they told Umar that statement and Sa'ad ibn Abu Waqas defended himself, Umar was pleased with what Sa'ad ibn Abu Waqas said. He said, he said to him, that is what we thought of you. That is what our belief was regarding you. We knew you were a man who, who wouldn't miss prayer, who wouldn't, can you imagine accusing a companion like Sa'ad ibn Abu Qasr because of his prayer? فَبَعْثَ رِجَالًا يَسْأَلُونَ عَنْهُ بِالْكُوفَةِ But Umar still went out. He sent a group of men just to find out about Sa'ad ibn Abu Qasr. فَكَانُوا لَا يَأْتُونَ مَسْجِدًا مِنْ مَسَاجِدِ الْكُوفَةِ إِلَّا قَالُوا خَيْرًا Every masjid that they went to, the people would say good about him. The majority of people were praising him. حَتَّى أَتَوْ مَسْجِدًا لِبَنِي عَبْسٍ Until they came to a masjid that was owned by a people of the a tribe by, of Bani Abs. A man there whose name was called Abu Sa'data. He said, إِذْ نَشَتُّمُونَ He said, if you guys are swearing me by Allah, ha. فَإِنَّهُ كَانَ لَا يَعْدِلُ فِي الْقَطِيرِ He said, Sa'ad ibn Abu was never just. He was a person who was unjust. وَلَا يَقْسِمُ بِالسَّوِيَّةِ He would never divide the wealth and everything in a fair way. وَلَا يَسِيرُ بِالسَّرِيَّةِ And he would never يعني, go with the soldiers and the army. and He wouldn't do anything. He would miss out important matters of the religion. And he accused him of many other things. فَقَالَ سَعَدٌ سَعَدٌ Then said, اللَّهُمَّ إِنْ كَانَ كَاذِبًا فَأَعْمِ بَصَرَهُ Oh Allah, if this person is lying, فَأَعْمِ بَصَرَهُ Oh Allah, blind in him. وَأَطِلْ عُمْرَهُ Oh Allah, lengthen his life. وَعَرِّضْهُ لِلْفِتَنِ And oh Allah, تبارك وتعالى, present trials and tribulations to him. اللهم إن كان كاذبا If this man is lying فأعمي بصره Blind in him Make him a blind man Who has no eyesight to see Not only that وأطل عمره وأطل عمره means Oh Allah give him a life Long life of agony Because sometimes People commit suicide Because they can't live in the world anymore Life is too much for them Imagine that is lengthened for you And you live for so long In that same problems uh, Oh Allah do that to him وَعَرِّضْهُ لِلْفِتَنِ Our Allah present trials and tribulations to him. The narrator of the hadith, Abdul Malik, he said, فَأَنَا رَأَيْتُهُ I saw that man who said that about Sa'ad ibn Abu Qas. 
I saw him بعد after the dua that Sa'ad Abu Waqas made. يتعرض للإماء في السكك. He was going and he was grabbing the women's clothes. يعني يعني an old old man يعني going after the women and trying to touch them. فإذا سئل and if he was asked كيف أنت why are you like this? Why are you despicable like this? Running after women and trying to touch them. He said كبير مفتون. He would respond and he would say I'm an old man. Who is tested? Asabatni da'watu Sa'din. Sa'ad's du'a hit me. He was known in, in, in Kufa like the, the nasty man, the filthy man, who would go around trying to touch women. Kabirun maftunun, the despicable, dirty man. People knew him like that. And he would say that Asabatni da'watu Sa'din. Sa'ad's du'a hit me. So Sa'ad was a person who was mustajabu da'wa. Allah accepted his du'a subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's why you shouldn't oppress people and you shouldn't lie about people. If you lie about people, some people are going to make dua against you. And once they make dua against you, that dua is severe. It's going to destroy you, annihilate you. Mus'ab ibn Sa'din, he said, There was a man who insulted Ali in the presence of Sa'ad ibn Abu Waqas. Sa'din, stop, stop what you're doing. Don't insult Ali in my presence again. And don't even insult him at all. The man wouldn't stop it. Sa'ad made dua against him. فما برح حتى جاء بعير ناد فخطبه حتى مات. The man became sick and ill. He became what? He became sick and he became ill because of the dua of Sa'ad Nabi Waqas. Imam al-Zahabiyyu, he said when he brought the story of Mus'ab ibn Sa'ad that he just mentioned, that I just mentioned, Zahabiyyu said, في هذا كرامة مشتركة. This is, in there, in here is a shared كرامة بين الداعي والذي نيل منهم. There is a shared كرامة between who? علي بن أبي طالب وسعد بن أبي وقاص. Two brothers. Okay. The داعي was the the one who supplicated to Allah وسعد بن أبي وقاص and the one who was insulted and علي بن أبي طالب. From the virtues of Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas, he was The conquest of Iraq was on his hand. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he brought victory to the Muslims on the battle of Qadisiyah because of Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas. Also Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas, he descended to Al-Mada'in. Jalula, the Ma'araka to Jalula, which was against the Persians, he was the يعني, uh, he was the Amir, the commander. Victory came because of his hand. Allah destroyed the arrogant يعني, leaders of the Persians. Amr ibn Maymun, he mentions that Umar said, Umar when he was يعني, wounded. He placed the affairs of the Muslims in six people. Okay. He said, If the, anyone who these six men choose is going to be the leader. Okay. And if it comes to Sa'ad, If the people choose Sa'ad, they can choose him. 
but they should also use him as a reference point. Then, the, then Umar radiallahu mentioned that, yes, I did remove Sa'ad from Kufa, and I didn't do it because of weakness, and I didn't do it out of, because of, because no, I didn't do it because Sa'ad was weak, and I didn't do weakness of his religion, and it, not because of deception. No. Sa'ad was removed because of the fitna that people were causing him. Khalifa ibn Khayyatin, he mentioned, Shaka ahlul Kufati Sa'adan, amirahum ila Umarin fa'azalahu. Umar only did that to save Sa'ad from this headache. Because the people of Kufa were like that. That's the type of people they were. Amr ibn Sa'adin, who's the son, a grandson of Sa'ad ibn Abu Waqas, oh, sorry, the son of Sa'ad ibn Abu Waqas, Amr ibn Sa'adin, he mentions from his father Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas that he got sick Am al-Fathi on the conquest of the day of Fath. And his sickness was severe. The Prophet came and to visit Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas. فقلت عايز يا رسول الله مسجد of الله إن لي مالا كثيرا أو مسجد of الله I have a lot of wealth ولم ير يرثني إلا ابنتي and I only have a daughter he didn't have sons at this time أفأوصي بمالي كله can I just give a wasiyah of all of my wealth to someone قال لا the prophet said no he said okay can I give half of my wealth as as a يعني لا the prophet said no he said فالثلث one third then the prophet said الثلث والثلث كثيرون it's too much and then the Prophet taught him a lesson that we should all take on board, which is to leave off your children rich. It is better than to leave your children, your progeny, poor begging the people. You don't provide anything for your family except that you get rewarded for it. Even the spoon or even the food that you take and you put in your wife's mouth, you get said that if you come with the intentions, you get rewarded for it. Okay? Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas, the day he died, and he was carried on his يعني, سرير. He was entered onto Ummu Salama. She was crying. And she was saying, This was the remaining man of the companions of Prophet. The companion of the Prophet, he was a remaining. He passed away, Radiallahu ta'ala anhu, wa huwa He was 82 years of age. And uh, the year was the 55th year of the Hijriya. And other scholars, they said he passed away when it was on the 56th year of the Hijriya. Uh, and the first view is the strongest, inshallah ta'ala. I'm going to conclude there, inshallah ta'ala. Anything which I have said that was wrong or incorrect is from me and shaitan and Allah and his messenger are both free from it. Subhanakallah wa bihamdi ashadu wa la ilaha illallah astaghfiruka wa atubu we're now teaching exclusive live online classes to our students via Patreon. We have three classes every single week, a beginner's class, an intermediate class, and an advanced class, which is taught in Arabic. If you want to find out more details and are interested in joining, then head over to patreon.com forward slash AMAU.